Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are very welcome to episode, oh gosh, 21, 22 of the Scaling Your Business podcast. Today, uh, I have the great pleasure of having a friend, a colleague, hailing all the way from Miami, Florida. It is Mr. Leo Toledo. Leo, you're very welcome. Uh, I appreciate your invitation and being here. As usual, I uh, would like to take a step back, a couple of chapters, kind of understand who Leo is. Um, I, I I can see that you've lived in Miami your whole life. Um, what's that like? What's your favorite part of growing up there? I think the weather overall, your ability to wear sandals all day and really all year round. You know, there's no use for jeans too much, but I guess when the temperature drops, it's it's comfortable to wear jeans. But for the most part, I think, you know, being comfortable wearing wearing shorts, sandals, and I think there's a lot of freedom in that, believe it or not. You go to the beach a lot? We go to the beach often as a family. Yeah. Nice, nice. I like that. Well, we can't wear sandals too often here in Ireland. I've been to Miami a couple of times. Um, I don't think we've linked up in Miami, but I know we have linked up in Orlando a couple of times. When I looked at your page, the first role you have down there was personal trainer. And after that, you spent 15 years closing it as director of business development for a roofing company. Why did you decide to leave a comfortable job to start your own business? That's a great question. For me, I had hit the ceiling in the roofing business. I was, I was comfortable there. Uh, my life was in some way predictable, you know, getting up and it was always the same redundancy over and over again. And and something inside of me wanted to, you know, explore more possibility. And I think it wasn't until I was tasked with trying to find a new sales training company to train me and my team. And that's where I got introduced to Sandler. And I saw the possibilities that Sandler could provide alongside with helping others discover, you know, a maybe a more effective way to communicate their services to, you know, to offer their products, uh, to differentiate themselves from whomever else they're competing against. And that just kind of opened up the floodgates, if you will. So everyone has an aha moment when they first discover Sandler. And the purpose of this podcast is not to promote Sandler. It's to understand the person behind the business. I know Sandler, you know, Sandler, we've been involved in it for, for a number of years. My aha moment was when I was driving down the motorway and I was listening to tapes of David Sandler talk about free consulting and it just hit me then. I know I was I grew up as well because my father was involved in the business. He celebrates 19 and a half years this month. Um, but the real aha moment for me was listening to David Sandler himself. What was it that initially got you hooked to purchase a franchise? Well, I think as soon as I walked into a local training center, uh, I saw the display of the behaviors, attitude, and technique aspect of the message of Sandler. And at the very top, it talks about the U triangle, which is a, a composition of body, mind, and spirit. And, you know, being a man of faith, uh, I, that, that whenever I see that word, it just, 
in some way calls out to me. And that was the leading indicator because I felt that, you know, if, if this is a kind of organization that could acknowledge, you know, the presence of that unity, I think it speaks a very true message. And that was the reason why I did it. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I, I do want to get into your current roles, a couple of questions about business and the future, but I want to pull it right back to the beginning. I know we've talked about where you grew up, your favorite part of growing up in Miami. Who were you most influenced by as a kid when you were growing up in, in Miami? Uh, my grandfather, certainly. Okay. Why is that? Well, um, you know, I didn't have a father growing up, you know, he, he passed before I was born. So my grandfather in some way had to pursue the ranks of fatherhood and he did it willingly, of course. And just, just his mentorship, his ability to be, um, to be happy, to appreciate the simple things in life really gave me some clarity as to what are some of the priorities of life. You know, so I think family, you know, he instilled in me, my brother and my, my eight cousins, the value of family, the value of relationships, the value of always having a community engagement with the family. So yeah, he plays a big role in my heart. And in fact, I, uh, I planted a few fruit trees in memory of him in my garden. So it's pretty neat. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Um, do you want me asking what was his job when you were growing up as a kid? No, he was retired. Okay, cool. So he had full time to spend time with your, you, your brother and your, your eight cousins. Yeah, correct. Dope, dope. And I'm sure you pass a lot of the lessons you've learned on from your granddad to your current kids. You're a father of two or three, if I'm correct? Uh, two, yeah. Nice. And only recently, so congrats on that. It's within the last year anyway. Right. Yeah, our second born turns one in, in two weeks. So, Nicholas. So you're telling me you've got a, you've got a, a kid under the age of two and you've got another kid that's not much older and you purchased a, you started a business, you purchased a franchise business within the last five years. Are you crazy? <sighs> That's, uh, I ask myself every day, uh, what, what, what's the reason behind it, right? What's the, what's the dominating force? What's the emotion behind it? And when I, when I think about that, it's, it amazes me. It's a constant battle, right? It's a constant battle of, you know, how, how far along is my belief in myself to really aspire to achieve my dreams, desires, and motives, right? Because they are yeah. clearly defined. And if they are clearly defined, then it's just a matter of doing the behaviors associated with your mental practice. And, and that's what keeps me up. That's what allows me to keep going. Because, you know, I'm a firm believer that if you really uh, believe in your services, if you really believe in your ability to satisfy the end user in a much better place than when they found you, then in some way, it's our duty to have them recognize that, you know, to have them know, hey, listen, if we were to work together, it's my conviction that your life will better as an end result. That's just my belief. Now, if you don't believe me, well, let's have a discussion to see if we could create that belief because if we don't then of course there's no use in working together uh and so i think that in and of itself is the reason why um entrepreneurs pursue their dreams because they know that they have a value that they bring to the marketplace that whoever receives that value is going to be in a better place after the experience or after the partnership or the relationship 
that's why commerce works. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a big family person. I can tell you, you reference your granddad growing up with eight cousins and your brother. Family aside, let's pretend your house was on fire and you woke up. What one item, again, family aside, what one item would you take if you could save only one item? <sighs> the Holy Bible. Okay, okay. Hobbies. You got any hobbies? Yes, I like gardening a lot. I I love CrossFit, and you're, yeah, and, you're the second person to say go on. Yeah, I was just gonna one and hanging out with my family. Nice, you're the second person to say gardening. Um, what's one thing that you're into that not a lot of people know about you? I would say, yeah, I would say my my deep desire with with a gardening. And raking leaves from the grass, uh, you know, I can spend all my days, you know, all the hours of my days outside, you know, and pruning trees, you know, shrubs, uh, looking at the lizards, go after the ladybugs. I mean, it's, you know, the natural world is, is phenomenal. So if you're able to uh, appreciate it, right, and, and, and in some strange way, the more you focus on it, uh, it starts in some strange way. It starts communicating back to you. Like all of a sudden your focus and what you're looking at kind of zooms in like as if a camera lens zooms in as you are like having a conversation and what you really um, discover is this like order, this like law where the ants, you know, you can see one ant and every, every other ant is following right behind it. And it's amazing to come to that realization in such a very small area of like a leaf to be able to be present with that and appreciate that. I think it's, I think it speaks volumes. You, uh, we've already established you bought a franchise in the last couple of years. You, prior to that 15 years, the roofing company prior to that personal trainer, if Leo could rewind and start over again, would you do anything differently? You know, it's, it's interesting. we, People, when they're entrepreneurs and they want to grow and they want to pursue a business, they, you know, the wise thing to do is, is follow along the tracks and the advice of the people that already paved the road and kind of uh, you know, and bring that together with your own thoughts and how you think it can work. The thing that I will say is that we can't, or at least I'm a firm believer of, even though you want to follow someone's message or their experience, you have to have the experience on your own, right? And so you could even practice what they told you. However, you have to keep in mind that their generation of thinking was 20 years ago or 25 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, so an example of that is our technology right now and, and how fast forward it's moving. So if you're not investing in technology and videography and, and branding and or social media avenues, then then you're not transitioning with the current time. So you could be, you know, you can follow the guidance of these mentors. However, you have to use the tools of what is present today to be able to capitalize in whatever you're aspiring to do. Uh, and so even though their, their feedback is wise and valuable, I think you have to, you know, receive it. However, modify it to today's environment. Okay, up. Complete opposite of that, 180 degree switch. 
rather than would you do anything different if you could restart it all again or hit the reset button it's let's fast forward 10 years in the future and you're looking back now at your life over the last decade what would you have hoped to achieve that's a i mean it's hard to say that there's there would be something outside of what you know what i'd be willing to achieve right because i think right now i'm in a very i'm in a very happy place my my understanding and my awareness to life is at the is at the highest it's ever been so i don't know if i would change anything that's not to say that i'm you know maybe make a bad decision and get and get hurt by it however it's a lesson learned you know like for example you've obviously got some goals though that you want to achieve over the next five ten years yeah oh absolutely yeah you are you comfortable sharing one or two of them with us uh, yeah so you know my 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 driven purpose in this life is to become a motivational and inspirational thought leader you know to everyone who is interested in spiritual growth uh, empowering them to find their internal path within mm-hmm. that's 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 my ultimate goal and that's my and why is that because i find that the key to happiness the key of life uh, the key of of fortune is within the individual you know, it's, it's, it's finding their, their communion with their spirit. And, and it's, it's a belief that not many people maybe entertain. However, I think if you have an open mind and, and you, you know, you open up your thoughts to the possibility, then, then really miraculous things happen. And, and it, you know, it's like everything people have said, and I'm a firm believer of this, that thoughts are things, right? So whatever we think to ourselves, and whatever we believe of those thoughts, ultimately create our own reality, it creates our own experience. So if you have goals, if you have something that you want to achieve, what you have to do is repeat to yourself, like in repetition of the gym, that same thought pattern. And so once that same thought pattern you know, enters into you, then all of a sudden you start living that experience because you are planting the seed and then you are giving it nutrients through the mental practice. And then it starts to grow and flourish. And an example of that, I'll give you a perfect example, you know, and I posted about this on LinkedIn about a month ago, my wife and I went to the nursery and we saw a small little plant that, you know, my wife, it captured her attention. She said, you know, this will actually look good uh, inside of our statute in the front porch. And I said, well, honey, remember that, that this here is a shaded plant. And in the front porch where the statue is, it needs a full sun plant. So she said, no, I don't care. I want it anyway. I said, okay, fine. No problem. We came back to the house. We put it in the statute where it's full sun. And within a week, 95% of the plant was dead. It just, you know, it basically fried because of the sun exposure. And then I said to myself, you know, it looks like it's dead, but I'm going to try and give it, you know, more water or, you know, give it water more consistently. Right. And all of a sudden, just an artery or, you know, a little germination of a sprout came out. And now the flower, it's kind of like it recreated itself in another direction. And I took a picture of it and I posted it online, basically saying that, you know, I didn't believe that it was fully dead. Now, I don't know if I had anything to do with it in terms of what I was thinking. However, me giving it water 
and then just letting the course of, you know, me feeding it water, the nutrient, it started to flourish. And so putting that in context of what we're talking about, what are the things that you're telling yourself? What are the thoughts that you're thinking? What are you writing down regularly and repeating to yourself out loud? And those seeds, what do they sound like? Because if they're negative or they're not inspirational or positive or enthusiastic for your future, then you're missing the eight ball. You're living someone else's reality, not your own. And I think the more people, when they come to that realization, there all of a sudden their unique talent becomes expressed. The artist says, you know, I'm going to now paint art and I'm going to showcase my art talents because it brings forth my love. And so, so through that is how I think we achieve, you know, everything, right? Everything in life that we have and how it kind of relates to Sandler is that in Sandler, you know, there are seven areas that we focus on when it comes to goals, right? Financial, community, um, health, mental, business. So you have all these areas. And so it's very easy for you to measure, okay, on a one to, uh, on a one to 10 scale in each one of these goals areas, where do I rate myself? And then get to mental work, you know, start the practice of whatever you want. You know, Leo, you, you, you said something that caught my attention and it, it sent me back to my time living in Australia, uh, 2016, 2017. I spent a year living on the West coast of Australia. Um, my best friend growing up moved out there after we finished what you'd call high school. I went to university after university. I said, heck, what you've been posting online is looks really cool. I don't know what, what direction I want to go in life. I'm going to take a gap year and go to Australia. What brought me back, um, was one night I was driving home from work. I worked in an Irish pub and I was heading into the house, really nice house, pool table, pool out back, five bedrooms, cinema room, um, nicer than the two bedroom apartment I'm in at the moment. Although the two bedroom apartment I'm in at the moment has, has a really big couch if anyone's watching the video and a, and a uh, 98 inch TV. So I'm a big fan of that. Anyway, I digress. Um, I was sat outside in my car about to go back in with some beers and hang out with my best friend and friends I had made over there. And what I realized was none of them had huge aspirations to, you know, start a business or uh, they were kind of settled down and they liked hanging out. You kind of became accustomed to it. You, you, what I'm trying to say here is that uh, you, 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 I, I settled and I, merge the people that I was hanging around with when I decided now is my now I'm ready to go back home and start you know a career and get on the ladder I moved back home hung around with different people uh like the the Sandler crowd that I attend the conferences every three or four months each year and friends here and the your motivation your attitude your desires they all shift and uh, i guess what i'm trying to say is my surroundings or your surroundings can have a big impact on your mood your motivation your aspirations i have digressed a bit there but I, I i wanted to say in a long way i liked your story and i agree with you and i can see firsthand how uh, the effect of things uh, can impact where you're going in life Mm -hmm. of course so one of the other questions i had for you was we, we, we we've spoken a fair bit about 
beliefs, goals. Have you got any mentors yourself? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I follow a lot of the, the, the original mentors. I, I particularly am, you know, heavily fond of Norman Vincent Peale. Uh, you know, he deceased in the, I think he deceased in 93, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. And, you know, he was a positive thinker. He was a faithful man. You know, he, he preached a lot. And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I find that that attitude and the way that you feel overall really determines your, your pace of life. You know, the, all the decisions that you make, the people that you associate yourselves around and, He's been a very big impact in my life because I think when you know, I'm 36 now, I was 21 when I started the journey of personal development and, you know, being being a daily reader of all things positive spirituality, you know, our universe, how it interrelates with nature, all the stuff that really it's it's thought provoking and it's really just acknowledging. And what I find is that everyone always talks talks about, uh, you know, the things that you say to yourself and the positive goals and all these things. Norman Vincent Peale, he took it to the next level in my view or in my experience where he, you know, he used words like God and Jesus Christ in his, in his messaging. And I think because of that, because he was willing to go a step deeper and, you know, bring like the you know, original scriptures into his thought process, it made a very big difference for me. And so if, you know, if anyone is interested in knowing more about him, you know, you can certainly look online, Norman Vincent Peale. I think he's been the one that has like led, led the pathway for me, if you will. Nice. Nice. I'll put a link down to him in the uh, field below. How do you continue to learn, let's say slash invest in yourself today? That's a great question. You know, the beauty, the beauty of, um, the beauty of audible that you're able to read books while you're going for a walk, while you're walking your dog, while you are exercising, you know, instead of, and this is just my own, you know, my own habit, everything is habit. My own habit is every chance I get to, to have some time, I, I put on my earbuds and I listen to books, uh, you know, books on a range of philosophy and, you know, faith, all that stuff. And I think it's really valuable for everyone because now, I mean, goodness, you can, you can drive to either a ball game or, or whatnot. And in that a process, you're listening, you know, you're learning about a book, you're learning about a subject. So I think that access really makes learning easy and makes you, you know, able to read many books. Whereas before that you would have to buy a physical book and then like, you know, be sitting down and you can't do other things. I think with, the audible uh, approach to reading, I think it's a differentiator. So two questions left. First question is you mentioned audible and books. What's the current book you're reading or listening to? The one that I'm currently reading, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a book called conscious consciousness. Uh, I'm sorry, cosmic consciousness by Richard Maurice book. And it's, it's a 16 hour book. I'm, I'm just about done with it. It's a book about the testimonies of, of people from, from ancient times all the way up to the 1900s. And, you know, he talks about the illumination and what that means to the individual. 
uh, how people achieve illumination and what's the value of, of achieving illumination. So that's currently what I'm reading. And before that, it was The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. That was another you know, 12-hour book, which was a great book for those that are interested in you know, mental power. Final question, Leo. COVID disappears. You could travel anywhere in the world within America or outside America, where are you going to? New Zealand. Wow. Why New Zealand? My wife and I did a two, uh, two and a half week uh, uh, backpacking experience where we rented a car and we drove from the North Island down to the South Island. Ah, the majesty, the, you know, it's interesting when people ask me, so what's, you know, how do you describe New Zealand? I use one word. It's uh, majestic. It was majestic, right? It's just the serenity, the, I mean, the purity of nature and the vastness of, you know, of, of fields and, and, and farmland and the vineyards and the mount. I mean, it was just unbelievable. It was breathtaking. In fact, my wife said that if the opportunity were to present itself, you know, to relocate to New Zealand, Hey, why not? (laughs) And so there you go. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today, Leo. Um, for those who want to uh, find out more or get a contact with you, ask you questions about any of the books or influential people that you've mentioned, is LinkedIn the best way to contact you? I would say LinkedIn, we can connect or certainly uh, via email, uh, l.toledo at sandler.com. Awesome. Well, we'll leave it there. Thank you, Leo.